Meat and Cheese podcast is brought to you by Tubes, an online marketplace for selling clothing and accessories from the best socially conscious brands. Shop the brands that do good for the world and make you look good. Uh, I personally wear the junk in your trunks, swim trunks. They're incredibly comfortable. Murph, I suggest you get yourself a pair. Um, well, we're sponsored, so. We are sponsored. Um, so if you guys were like, oh, they're not a legitimate podcast. What's up, dude? We're sponsored by a real sponsor who's not a friend. Totally earned. Don't even know <clears throat> anyone involved with tubes that well. Same. Yeah. So. Well. Not to brag. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I was I was ready to, to get right into this podcast uh, and, and go nuts about the Bears, and I'm sure it's still going to happen. But like I was just telling Murph, Dog the Bounty Hunter did just join the search for Brian Laundry, So. Uh, That's huge news. I am distracted a little it's bit. A little, but no, it's a little more important than football. It, yeah, there's a lot of. There's a lot of things. Football's not that important, dude. And that's something that you don't I understand. Agree. No, you don't. You don't understand it at all. Um, yeah, we obviously we've got to. I guess we've got to talk about the Bears because that's what we decided. <laughs> hey. We were gonna talk about once a week for some reason. I agreed to that. Um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's like the biggest like national sports story right now is how much of an absolute disgrace Matt Nagy is. And no one seems to disagree. It's just, I've been, I've never seen something like this where like national reporters have nothing to do with Chicago are like so mad calling for someone's head, calling for someone's job. Also like Rex Ryan, a former coach, you don't normally see like former coaches, just bash current coaches because they know how hard the job is and how there's so many different things. Like these guys are going in like, Hey, this guy is incompetent. I, there's people say it's borderline dangerous. Like it's, it is bad. Like this is the worst. And there's yeah. been some bad Chicago sports teams recently, like with the bulls with Boylan. Uh, I mean, just being a Mark- Cubs fan <laughs> my whole life, there's a lot of that. You're going to say Mark Tressman, but <laughs> the legend even that was not as bad as, as this. I mean, this was unbelievable, like unbelievable. And, and it's, it's feels dumb being so mad about it because I've been saying this is, everyone's been saying this is what's going to happen. You have no offensive line. You spent uh, zero money on the offensive line. I know they got the second round pick, but he's not available. Like, and then you've got the worst play caller, in the league and a guy that's been a bad play caller the entire time he's been here. So here's the watching the game. The biggest thing that I was like, it seems really obvious to do when you're playing a defensive line that includes miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney. Oh, you're going to say say move the pocket. You're going to say that? No. Chip the the outside, use a tight end to block. Let me finish. Sorry. Against an offensive line that uh, worse in the league, maybe. I guess I'm, I don't study thirty-two be, offensive lines. It would be tough to argue anything else. Uh, but just no help, like nothing. It nothing. just putting five five guys on an island that have absolutely no confidence from their coach, no confidence in themselves. Clearly, I mean, what like. It, it, Said it every time. Like, what? You have a 
what are we missing? Like, are yeah. we missing something? Do you think are are we as Matt and Aggie on a different level that we're just not understanding? What what would be like different level like? Like what? It, this seems obvious. Like it's it the play calling everything. It's like why well, it's, why it's, do we think it's obvious? But to him, to someone that's paid to be a head coach, one of thirty two humans on this planet, to be the head coach of a professional football team, just can't figure it out. Yeah, and I think that's where you start looking and getting really angry with Pace because with the GM because you look at how he ended up getting the job. It it turns out he he wasn't really ever the play caller in Kansas City. Andy Reid took over when, because uh, I think it was like the season before he came to the Bears, Nagy was promoted halfway through the season to offensive coordinator, but he was not calling the plays. Andy Reid was calling the plays. So he kind of just stood alongside this really great team, got a head coaching job. And that's the only real explanation for how, how absolutely horrible this is. I mean, you have a 39-year-old Jason Peters lining up against a dude who is one of the premier, I mean, pass rushers probably top 10 in the in the last 10 years for sure and he's getting destroyed the whole game he had four and a half sacks and what the guy says after the game is yeah I couldn't believe it they didn't help and they didn't move the pocket at all we thought we prepared for fields to be running around and and they didn't do it so it was just pretty easy yeah uh it's it's really it's wild and then did you listen to Nagy's press conference today uh a little bit not to, I. I mean, it, I think I just ran across different clips. I didn't like go out of my way to watch it. This guy is just. So when I when I texted living you, living in another world. Yeah, when I texted you that Nagy might get canned today, uh, it's because I saw. So I guess his press conference was scheduled for ten o'clock this morning. This is Monday. We are recording Monday, September twenty seventh. Uh, uh, what did I text you? Maybe like ten forty five. So like. 45 minutes after his press conference, he hasn't shown up for his press conference and they haven't said anything about being delayed. Like I, why? So that, that's what I was like. He's probably just late. I know. I, well, like, obviously, lazy ended up being scumbag. Mad, but that, that's when I was like. Was it really? Ugh. He just was like lazy and late? Piece of shit? I have no idea. I'm just, that was, that was my first thought. I saw like someone, a bear, I forgot who it was, but like uh, 40 minutes later and Nagy still of, hasn't shown up. All of Chicago has their fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. I was like. He's so getting canned right now. The thing that I've I've pointed this out uh, since his second year um, was just his. He is a master at subtly blaming everyone but himself. And today was an all time quote. Yeah, uh, yeah. He he said this was his. This is almost word for word. Was you guys know me? I I always start with myself. I'm the head coach. I got to take a lot of responsibility. So I I look back and there was a couple third and ones where. You know, we had a false start, so I, I've got to do a better job making sure the guys know that that's an important situation and not get those penalties. So what he's obviously saying there is, I did everything right, and that penalty is what cost us the game. Not the fact that the play calling was a joke. Not the fact that, you know, we didn't move the pocket. We didn't let Fields do his thing. He just blatantly yeah. just blames uh, one minor penalty that – I mean, it's just like he is living in a different world yeah. than, than everyone else is living in. And then the most frustrating thing is you listen to Roquan Smith's press conference. You listen to Justin Fields' press conference. They are like class act dudes. Like they're just like – like they're trying to get Roquan to say something about how frustrating is it for the defense when the offense basically sucks. And he just wouldn't do it. He's like, 
now we lose the team, win as a team. We, I have a job and I, I focus on my job. There's a play where I like missed an assignment, let up a touchdown. Like that's, that's totally on me. Like that's, that was, that's a 24 year old's response to like a, a pretty easy question to throw someone else under the bus. And he went out of his way to not do that. Justin Fields, same way. He's like, I will do whatever it takes to win. I don't like this feeling. If it means I have to stay at the office all day or stay at the, the practice facility all day, I will like, these dudes are like good kids and it sucks that this weird guy is going to, yeah. I mean, you, yeah, if I'm, yeah. if, if yeah. I'm my, yeah. Uh, uh, so he, this isn't the first time he's done this, Matt Aggie, but like, I just can't comprehend the reasoning and why he thinks it's beneficial to after that, after yesterday's game, losing to Cleveland 26 to 6, where you give up nine sacks, like he, when, he, when he says, Yeah, you know, you know, Nick Foles could be our quarterback next week, Andy Dalton or Justin, I, yeah. like what he's like alienating himself. I like all those quarterbacks are like, like that, that just doesn't rub anyone the right way. Like I feel like Dalton or even, I mean, not that Nick Foles is very relevant, but like, I, if I was Andy Dalton and every week, I mean, sure, he was hurt, but like still, it's just like every week it's a question. Be like, dude, like just pick a side. Like, I, so I pick a side. This would be my guess is you see like the quotes from other teams that have like legitimate quarterback like controversies, I guess. Like you see the quotes of uh, Shanahan um, in San Francisco where he said like Jimmy G's the starter. And then they were like, well, what if this happens? Would uh trey lance come in and like i think he had a a quote of just like well you know we could do that all day i don't know who's going to be alive on friday like and i think naggy thinks it's like the savvy move to like keep the media off balance but like the difference is is shanahan clearly yeah yeah. told told garoppolo what the plan was he told him lance is going to be the starter in the future it's your team this year he like like I'm rooting for you. Let's like let's yes. let's like, let's get after it. Like Matt Nagy yeah. had a conversation in March with with uh, with Andy Dalton, and that conversation that he had is what has driven him to like make yeah. him the starter to this point. And then I mean the stuff where yeah, I think he does. He just thinks like, oh, that's what good coaches do is they throw off the scent of the media. But like it it doesn't make sense. There was another one where after the game he's like, yeah, I don't know if Fields will be ready to play. He's, He's, his hands pretty pretty banged up. He's got to get X-rays. And Fields came to the press conference right from getting X-rays. He's like, yeah, no, I'm totally fine. I, yeah. I, X-rays were negative. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, ugh, yeah. he just, uh, and it's, I think it's it is, aggravating. It's, it's so very aggravating. aggravating. And I think it's a testament to, because the difference between this team and the Mark Tressman team was like, that roster lost their minds. Like Brandon Marshall was fighting Robbie Gold, Jay Cutler totally. Had, had given up uh martellus bennett was fighting it was it was a disaster but like these dudes are great dudes like khalil mack is a great leader like these dudes are impressive guys and that's what sucks so bad because it's like this isn't a team where you're like yeah we've got to just blow everything up and and start over from scratch like you pretty much at every position other than the offensive line there's young talent like you've got jalen johnson in the secondary, he is a very good corner, I, in my opinion. You've got Roquan Smith. You've got Trevathan. You've got, uh, obviously, Khalil Mack, uh, Goldman. I thought Robert Quinn played really well yesterday. Um, and then on the offense, obviously, Darnell Mooney is a stud. Um, 
I think uh, Allen Robinson is one of like the worst utilized players in the NFL because he is an absolute stud. You've got Jimmy Graham. You've got Cole Komet, who we don't really know what he is. And then you have Montgomery, who's a beast at running back. And it, we're just wasting it. It's just yeah. a waste. It, Allen Robinson, two catches for 27 yards, six it, targets. <sighs> I mean, sure, Fields only threw for 20 times, but it's that's, just, yeah. Yeah. It is just a, a waste. It's so, so brutal to watch. Um, do you have any, you know, input on the actual game? I mean, sure, it wasn't close. And I'm not coming at you in a rude way. Just like, because I, I follow up would be like, before we get to this point, is there anything to take away from this game? Any positive that you would say? And really, uh, I personally struggled to come up with something. Also, so I, not a rude I way, but like. think, I mean, so like I talked to someone today who uh, turned on the game at 1230 and he was like, oh. It's only three nothing. Like we're in it. Like, yeah, that too. I, the, that, yeah, the, the defense was really damn good until they just were so tired because they're on the field the entire. Game. I mean, twenty six points to a really good offense at or in Cleveland. Like that's not. But they yeah. were. It was the first half. Like it was going to be three nothing, and then or three to three, and then I mean they let up the touchdown at the end of the half. Like they were just exhausted. They've been on the field the entire yeah. half, yeah. and then it. I mean, it's uh, there's a. a Eddie Jackson's still struggling. He missed a few things. And then, I mean, at some point, it's just like, what are you going to do? Because they, they adjusted. Like, they had two stud running backs, a bunch of stud receivers. Um, yeah. I wasn't like that. Maybe this is unfair, and I'm not remembering that. I, I wasn't that impressed with Baker. He threw a couple wild passes in the first quarter and the yeah. first half. But, um I mean, it's just – it's bad. It's just going to be bad. and the their, only, their run game is really good. It is, but it's like – I mean, I think the only positive – the only genuine positive of this game is there is enough outrage at Nagy coming yeah. from all angles that it might actually yeah, so get, that's, get the that's, job done. That's what I was going to say. Like, I feel like this is where it's like, all right, there's, there's enough pressure on the outside – of that organization that's like you you can't just you can't just ignore this yeah and, and you, it, you it, can't let this go this it 100 percent is at what at what point is it like so like justin fields is not this kind of dude but it's like if i'm him i'm looking and i'm like one this is dangerous like i'm these are big dudes who are chasing me and i have no help no protection clearly this guy is like dumb and is not the guy that's going to be able to protect literally like it's a violent game like literally protect me and then two you look at how much money do you think Matt Nagy caused Mitch Tr- cost Mitch Trubisky? Like a lot, a lot of money. Like that is, I mean, it's a wild. Even if it's just like picking up the fourth year option or with the fifth year option, whatever it is, it's like, dude, like that is, that's a the difference. If you're considered a guy that can start in the league, you're a hundred million dollar guy, and if you can't, you're a. I think Mitch got one year like 2.5 yeah like three maybe max like that is that is the difference between no one with the last name trubisky ever has to worry about money ever again to like you are a very wealthy 26 year old for for now yeah like that i if i uh, it just is so goddamn frustrating so do you yeah and i there is an answer there's an if you fire him like Bill Lazor called plays a lot last year. 
he could step in as the actual he's currently the offense coordinator but he's not the play caller so yeah. he could he could step in and that's not crazy um i guess who's the d coordinator or the the guy we got from you for the packers Patton, i guess was a head coach at one point right yeah he was for cleveland so or yes cleveland yeah yeah i mean he can step in and just be that name at least and then i mean you're not he's not going to be here next year like there's obviously yeah. going to be massive overall. Th- yeah, I mean it's it's a it's disgraceful. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's tough because I feel like if you're going to fire a head coach, you need to know who. I mean, maybe not like locked in to a specific guy or girl, but <laughs> well, uh, nope, didn't laugh, didn't laugh. No, we'll cut that out. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, it's they're not a. It's three games. It's September. Like, if you're going to do it, do it now. Just get it over with. And, like, worry about it later because you still have a decent team. You need development for fields. Like, you can't just put him out there. Like, you're, what do you – what? like, having these kind of performances only hurts Justin Fields. So, it's, it's like, it's a situation where, sure, I would normally say, like, I mean – I don't know, firing a coach in the middle season is not always ideal because it doesn't really give you a jump. Like if like when the Packers fired McCarthy towards the end of the year, <clears throat> they kind of said, like, yeah, you know, it just I mean, sure he lost the locker room, but they were like kind of said that they thought they wanted to get a head start in the coaching search, which is kind of a bunch of baloney. Like here it doesn't I don't know. You, you well, lost okay, wait, room. wait. When like, they I, when they fired McCarthy, did they they kept the same GM for that year, right? Or yeah, the, yeah. But was that Ted Thompson, right? No, that was uh, Gutekunst. Ted Thompson stood down before then. He did. Okay, so no. I guess that's the that's so the whole the whole thing that I think just drives fans nuts is for anything to happen that would be remote remotely helpful, it's, it would be the ownership has to step in and say fire Nagy because you've got Pace who he's not going to get another head coach. Like once Nagy's gone, he's gone. Um, you've got Nagy who knows he's not going to get another quarterback, so he wants. In my honest opinion, it feels like he wants Fields to be not ready so that he could play Dalton and that going into this offseason he could say, well, you have to let me have an offseason to develop an offense for Fields. And so you've got all these dudes that are just trying to protect their own ass, and there's no one, including the owners, that are actually, like, caring about winning at yeah. all. At all. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I know it sounds dramatic, but it's like – or like the safety of your number one pick. It's like, dude, like this is a crazy sport. You have a six-foot-five Miles Garrett throwing himself into your entire franchise four and a half times in one game. is insane. <laughs> it's insane. And then after the game, his literal quote was like, it was easy. They made it really easy for us. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. It's bad. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. Nah, you're not, and you're not, and you're not. Yeah, dude, it's more. I've said this a million times. It's way more fun when the Bears are relevant. Like this isn't, especially when it's like because of a aggravating like nut rod. Like it's not even nut rod. It's not even. What are you? What are you even doing? This guy's a bozo. He is a bozo, dude. I do like bozo. I like bozo quite a bit. We could do bozo of the week too. Yeah. All right. I like bad boy. Yeah, bad boy of the week. Um, 
Okay. <laughs> so is that a segue? Oh yeah, guys. Uh, so I mean, we'll we'll have to do it after the Packers. We go over the Packers game, but we are going to introduce a new segment today, Bad Boy of the Week. So we'll get to that after. But I don't. Do you have anything else on the Bears? I just think they just need a change now. And I don't know for the sake of Justin Fields' still development uh, because he's just going to get shot and they're just going to throw away. Not that Trubisky was like like an elite talent. I think Justin Fields is. And that's like there's a lot to be said about like creating a culture for a quarterback right away. I mean, whether a quarterback's like sitting and not starting his rookie year, but if he is going to start his rookie year, then he needs a good situation. That's a horrible situation. Yeah. I and I, that's it. But like, all right. Also, last thing I'll say, I I have I was always a Mitch fan. I think that in general, I think there are seven or eight quarterbacks that are difference makers in the league and that are at another level. And I think the rest are just a result of coaching and play calling and the team that's around them. And I think Mitch was in that second group. And you look at what actual good coaches do with those guys. Like Jimmy G is not a top eight guy. Um, and I was getting Garoppolo. Yeah, he was brought to a Super Bowl. You looked at – and Alex Smith, I think, was a, he was probably one of the better guys that was in this category. Like yeah. he went to the playoffs a million years in a row with good coaching. Um, I mean, even like what Tennessee's doing with Tannehill, it looks like what Darnold's going to be able to – like it's like good coaches can get – look at what Belichick did with Matt Castle. I mean, like it's just very clear when – and it's not like Mitch was – and I think a lot of people do – do like to say like, oh, Mitch was terrible. He just throws the ball away. Like, there were times where Mitch was good, and there were times, especially in the two minute off. Uh, I can't even get into it. Yeah. I can't even get into it. Uh, all right, we got to talk Packers. <clears throat> the think? two the two minute thing too. I have something on the Packers for that, but we'll get into that after. But yeah, what did what were your thoughts on uh, little Sunday? What do you night? mean a t- two minute thing? Well, I have a question for you, but sure. It, it's about just the end of the game, so we'll I'll let you sure, go. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, yeah, that was awesome. So we're going to change the vibe here and make it <clears throat> a little more exciting because that was, like, that was the most fun I've had watching a game in so long. <laughs> um, like, so they all – all right, let's just start. So obviously the Packers uh, stole one at, from Levi Stadium against the San Francisco 49ers. 30 to 28, which my prediction was 31 27 Packers win. Uh, what did I say? You said, I'm pulling it up. I think I probably said, that's a bigger win, probably. That's not it. I do know. You I said t- 38 to 31, 49ers. And the final was 31 28. 30 to 28. 30 28. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, all right. So we'll start on offense. So from now on, so like usually, whether it's LaFleur, even McCarthy, and I don't know the actual stats on this, but just from watching the games, I feel like most times, if they do win the coin flip and begin the game, they defer. So they put the defense out there. And like, they should never ever do that. Like with the, especially in the early in the season when the defense starting to pick it up. Um, like obviously new defense, they're just kind of starting to slowly but surely, like kind of grow with each other and actually like learn what they're supposed to be doing in this new system. And 
they I so I long story short, I think they should start off the ball every single game now because it it just sets a, the tone if you can start off the game like they did on a third down, throwing a 42 yard pass to Alan Lazard. Sure, they ended up with a field goal. Um, and in this game, I think with the, the huge question mark, obviously, we didn't even talk about it because we didn't, I don't think when we recorded last episode, we didn't know Ellen Jenkins was hurt. He uh, hurt his ankle against uh, the Lions. And so this game, he didn't play. And so they started Yash Nijman at left tackle, who's been on the roster for a little bit, but he, like maybe two years, two, three years. And they didn't want to move around any like anyone else. They wanted to keep everyone else and put in the third string left tackle. And dude, if you take out the first drive, he played so well. Like their offensive line was incredible, and yeah. which was a huge reason why they won. I mean, they like Nijman had. I think he had a holding on Bosa. I mean, he was guarding Nick Bosa the whole game, and Nick Bosa didn't have a sack. Like after the first drive, Nijman was like totally unnoticeable, which is. Exactly what you want. That's what I was just going to say. Like, I didn't you, even, didn't, you didn't even, I didn't you even forgot he was playing. Yeah. I forgot that was a third string, too. Yeah. And I mean, was, they he, started... was he the guy that there's a Rogers got on one of one of the that was players. Myers, Josh Myers, a center. Okay. So they had, they had from left to right, Nijman, third year guy. That was his first career, I think, first career start. Maybe. If he's a third string, probably. <laughs> um, left guard, Runyon making a second career start. Se- Center, Josh Myers, rookie, making his third career start. Right guard, Royce Newman, also a rookie, making his third career start. And then the right tackle is their biggest, quote-unquote, veteran, Billy Turner, who's been around for two or three years. Like, they – it was it was just – I mean, the offensive – I love the offensive line. Like, that's like I, – I don't know anything how to play offensive line, but, like, I love when, like, someone's – they put a guy who wasn't supposed to start – Put him in, and he just like kicks ass. That's see this that's so satisfying. This does feel like you're taunting me, like genuine. I mean, the the offensive line is what excites you. Yeah, are sorry. you? Are no, that was not. No, 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 no. Oh my god, no, dude, it's like, great. Like, okay, all right. it's great like, whole, when you can just plug whole, a guy in who's like basically a nobody, and he's he's just really the whole good. like first twenty minutes Jesus. of this. I'm like, Jesus, yeah. How are we gonna switch this? This is total polar opposites. <laughs> like these games could not have gone different yeah no like, i i had bet the packers so, so I, I i'm I, sorry like I, no but i, I was able to watch and like not be angry because i did bet the packers in the over so that was good but uh so Smart okay man. so i i kind of i didn't really have the context of the offensive line i knew obviously that uh bakhtiari's been out but i didn't realize that it's it's that banged up because i i thought you were gonna so at least... it's only banged up at the left tackle like, okay. like when Bakhtiari so, comes back, they have all pro deal, left though. tackle, pro bowl left guard. I mean, sure, rookies, but they're playing really well. And then Billy Turner is just, like, good, not really great. but. So, all right, so they went up big early, or, like, I guess, well, it was, wasn't it? It was so, so first drive, first drive, get a field goal. They were down, <laughs> they were at the 15, and then Nijman had a penalty, and then next thing you know, it's, like, fourth and 30. Um. So they got a field goal to start three and out for San Fran, which is insane. Like that's when I was like, Oh, we got a game boys. <laughs> like when that, they yeah. got a field goal, then it was like, okay, here we go. Go down. Um, Vante. Yeah. Then they, yeah. The insanely play design from LaFleur, the little rubber out or not a rubber out, just like a fake in and out, however you football terms. And then, yeah. um, I like that rubber out. Uh, what was the third touchdown? Aaron Jones, right? Yep. 
They no, went up seven. That was the third score. You mean? Correct, correct. Third score. So up seventeen, yep. nothing. And then the Achilles heel for the Packers, besides just getting roasted on defense, is special teams. And special teams gave oh my like San Fran juice at the put or kick return. Yeah. Uh, in the first half or end of the first half, it, it, so, it should have been seventeen nothing going into. It seemed yeah, like yeah. it was going to be. Yeah. Um. All right. There's a guy on deep. Uh. Is it Mitch Gary? Is that his name? Rashawn Gary. Rashawn Gary. That dude's. Yeah. That dude's a stud. He yeah. Played, or or he had a great game. He had a great game. Yeah. Yeah. No, he did. Um. Trying to think what else. <laughs> so all right. So you're up big. I I did think you were going to be a little upset about like. You, you, there was a huge, there was no offense from like the middle of the third quarter yeah. till the end of the game. Yeah. Um, and all right. So what I was, what I wanted to ask when I said the two minute thing is when there was 30, what was that? 36 seconds left or when you were getting the ball back at the end of the game, Yeah, 37, like I looked at my roommates, and I was like, yo, bet money line Packers right now like this well, is when when they scored when San Fran scored I was like at, at some point when there was about a minute left I'm like uh let them score like yeah. let them score let them yeah. score um yeah. and, and I was he, like he broke, even with no timeouts like I don't this is Rogers done this a million times he broke three tackles on that touchdown I was like uh I don't think they tried to let him score but that was that was so, yeah so um, all right my question is like why and this this is such a dumb brain don't understand football thing I'm probably gonna say but why don't they just do the no huddle the entire game like the two I, I, yeah because like yeah. he's so good at it and but do Devontae you see what, so good do you see it. what I mean about like quick passes like like oh, yeah, good I, thing I, I, like that 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 was on display last night and the thing about like Aaron Jones didn't have a great stat line but. It, it's just something about, especially against San Fran, if you just keep running it, like like something's gonna happen, but you just gotta keep modest. Like they're they're yeah. sure their second their secondary is banged up, which I didn't know that. Uh, going Sang- to the game, who was banged up? Their secondary, like they had Norman went out. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. In the second quarter, I think maybe. They, they had two dudes go out. Um, Norman had a weird injury too. Yeah, like what, extremely what painful. Uh, like something with his lungs. Like he was he's he was spitting up blood on the sideline. Ew. Yeah, he they <laughs> immediately called him out, took him to the hospital. No way. Um, I, I, I'm pretty sure I saw some quote that he's like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll be out there next week." Like, oh my god! Yeah, don't. The, first, <laughs> the first thing that comes up when I I type it in it says disturbing details emerge regarding Josh Norman's injury. Yeah. Um. So, uh, uh, anything else on San Francisco? I'm trying to think. I mean, they just kept running the ball, kept him honest. Uh, Rodgers just made some awesome throws. Um, like that touchdown to Marquez in the, I think, early fourth quarter, just the back left corner. Like, like, yeah, I don't know. That was um, vintage Rodgers. Yeah. Um, but a, defense, a lot of this game was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he for everything in the outside world about – Rodgers not caring the week one game, how that was just like horrible. Like he's, he's, he's looked really good for six quarters now, the second half of the Detroit game. And I think he, I mean, sure. They didn't score for a while, but I, I, I felt confident in the offense the whole time. Like I felt confident enough when they got 37 or what they got the ball back with 30 seconds, 37 seconds left. 
I wasn't worried about the. I was like, oh, wait a sec. Like, they just need one. And Rogers, he said it multiple times, which isn't a revelation here, but like, <clears throat> I mean, it's, he's been in so many situations like this with either one timeout or no timeout, less than a minute left, and you just need a field goal. Like, the first play is huge. And on the first, which is obvious, but it like on the first play, and he said it to Michelle Tafoy after the game. He's like, I was just looking for Devontae, which yeah. is, I don't know if that, I mean, I assume it's true because he threw it three times. Two for three, two Devonta. Yeah. Um, I mean, San Fran, like they they didn't. They were playing like they needed to just block them from getting a touchdown. Like they were playing very deep. Yeah, and like, well, they they, they so they just ran like little. They with on the the second completion, they threw Cobb down. Or no, the first one. Excuse me. They put Devonta in the slot, and they put Cobb like on the far outside. He like brought the safety it was just like i don't know i, I what, like what safe the, defense was questionable but so no matter they, what they they planned it perfectly where they brought just right. pulled the safety in the middle field because obviously they were just blocking the sidelines so, so the, they, the they, they had to was, go to the middle field the big play there was the i would guess it was like a 30 yard pass over the middle to Devonte, right uh 20 yeah i don't 25 30 so it, okay like it, it i mean it's also just such a you have got young corners that are not expecting to have much playing time. All of a sudden, they're going up against one of the best quarterbacks of all time, especially in these situations. Like that is a yeah, it's a terrifying. Tough, I mean, yeah, situation. but but I and I'm not taking it away from the Packers because Rogers that first throw to Devontae was right over the safety or some linebacker, whatever. Oh, like yeah, it was an incredible throw. Unreal, t- unreal and then the, the second one was just like a pitch and catch. Um. <laughs> like when when Rodgers spiked the ball, and then the fist, <laughs> just, pump. The fist pump. Oh my! I was like, like hell yeah, baby! I that yeah. fired me up. Did you see that video of him celebrating after the game? Uh I mean, I saw him it was, celebrating. It was so like cool. when they when it they won, so like when he hit yeah, the field yeah, goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, the, the boys were fired up. That was, um, yeah, that was. I mean, a huge win. Like, that. that's because, I mean, Rodgers and Devontae said it after the game. They're like, we knew we could do this, but for some of the younger guys, like Stokes, Stokes played well. He had two pass interferences. Yeah, I was going to say, but and one of he, them was He's insane. good, man. He is good. Yeah, one, the, the one, one on Ayuk was absurd. It was, and there was an, I mean, the Devontae, wait, also, we didn't even talk about this. Yeah, the officiating was wait, 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 wait. I mean, we, one of the biggest things in the game, how, okay. I guess the only way that it's actually okay what happened with Devontae seemingly going unconscious was maybe just the wind was knocked out of him. That's what but, he said, yeah. Okay, so then that, I he guess. Said he said he, he was laying on the ground because he, he was having trouble breathing. But that, that brought me back to, do you remember Danny, I mean, obviously, Danny Trevathan, we were at IU still. I just remember, like, running. Oh, that hit, and being that like, hit. Dude, yeah. like, yeah. he's on the ground unconscious right now. Yeah. And it, it just felt like the same thing. But to not call that and then there were a couple like there were a couple Jair in- Jair um Jerry Alexander's pass or uh roughing the passer on Garoppolo like if you don't if you're not going to call that I whack of a hit on Devante I uh, yeah like I don't think I don't think that hit on Dev- I mean sure if you're going to throw a penalty on the Jair roughing the passer then you probably I guess just from a morality standpoint you should probably throw a flag on the Devante hit but like yeah, if, if I, call- I thought the Devante was clean tripping like, I- 
tripping yeah. on Adrian Amos. I didn't even know that was a penalty. <laughs> Neither did I. I, it's, I was it's like, crazy I was like that, what do you mean tripping? And then they showed it. I was like, I guess. Yeah, but it's it's just odd that you're allowed to. What he did was, if, if, if tripping's a penalty, you're that's allowed a penalty. to knock the guy over with any part of your body except, except for your foot. Like what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't even know that was a rule. But yeah, there were a couple just baffling, and then there was also several uh, where like the corners or linebackers just like got there. Oh, so. All right, I've been talking a lot about my bets from last night, but I really I just wanted to Carry enjoy on. watching. Yeah, I had so I had a parlay which I thought was going to be a lock because it was just Devonte first touchdown, got it. Yeah, a- Aaron Jones to score a touchdown, got it. I think that's and then, <clears throat> that's a lock then, of the year. No, no, no. And then Devonte oh, first, first touchdown. Yeah. So and then the third part of the parlay was um, uh, tight end eighty four. I can't think of his name right now. Or eighty five. On the Packers, your, yeah. or Tunyon, Robert Tunyon, Tunyon, uh, Tunyon, thirty-one yards uh, receiving, and I mean, did they, that did hit? Call, they did call it. No, that pass interference. That's what I was gonna say. But like, there think... was there, there were several plays yeah, like that. One one catch for six. You know, but there was there was a twenty-six yard penalty, uh, pass interference on Tunyon over the middle. But there were like three balls like that where like. Their safeties or corners just got there early, and there were no calls. And I was like, "What is yeah. going on yeah. in this game?" I mean, when Before I say was losing his mind, too. yeah. When I say the officiating was horrendous, like it was both ways. The Packers got calls too. I it was definitely two sided. I I just watching as someone who I don't like. I I didn't feel like it was. I felt like it was weird. I thought there were, there was some funny business. I mean, no, yeah. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I'm not kidding. But um, all right, should we talk about matchups? For next week? Uh, no, man. We're, we got to soak in this win. That was incredible. Uh, piss off. Um, shout out to uh, Devondre Campbell, the free agent linebacker who is all of a sudden like a beast. The guy with the insanely long, thick hair that looks really warm to have under a helmet. Yeah, like, like super wanted- awkward, but he, he's all over the place. He can cover. They finally have a linebacker that can cover. Like, that's huge. That's they have never had that. In my, yeah, that, well, that they does have seem before, to be a but thing. not in a long time. It seems to be a thing too of teams making safeties linebackers. Yeah. Um, but congrats. I think what else? Stokes had a good congrats. game. Congrats. Good all around. Um, not really many injuries either. Um, kind of. Um, yeah, good stuff. That's a huge win. NFC on the road. They proved it to themselves. They backed up their talk. They showed <laughs> they can uh, win a big game early in the season. So now it's like I feel like the New Orleans game is behind us, and it's like, yeah. all right, let's we're all in on a Super Bowl. Like, carry on, move forward. Yeah, um, which is a good feeling. I, I guess one negative for you from yesterday was the division might not be as easy as you thought. The Bears are going to suck, but Minnesota beating Seattle, Seattle is weird. Seattle, I Seattle's. I yeah, no, I, I think Minnesota can. They can lose anyone. They can beat anyone. And maybe Detroit, not anyone, but they can. They can beat a lot of teams. Detroit is frisky. Yeah. So I think people assume Detroit's going to suck, which they probably will record wise. But like, they do still have a court, like a real court. Like he is a real quarterback. He's probably not a top. He's probably on the edge of like, he's probably fifteen to twenty 
five, somewhere in there. Uh, Golf, but like, if I don't know, they, I don't like, I don't think the Bears are. I don't think that's an easy win anymore for the for the Bears for sure. Yeah, I mean they Um, they should have beat Baltimore. They're not. They're gonna. They're yeah, especially with the new coach. Like they're it's new coach early in the season. I my one thing at Detroit though, like once they just keep stacking losses they're going to lose some juice. They're going to lose some fight. Like, they've except had a lot of fight. Though, except, though, like, they're all kind of young dudes. Like, that. I mean, like, their whole secondary is, like, first or second year dudes who were supposed to be backups going into the season. Like, that's those are guys that are, like, uh, never going to get this opportunity again. And Dan Campbell's a lunatic, so he's going to – I don't know. I, I think that I, – I think you got, I think the Packers should go into those games with, like, they're, those are easy wins, but not – they're not going to be – No, especially – at Blowouts. Detroit, yeah. At Detroit, like in recently recent years, it's never been a blowout. Um, Minnesota is always tough. I mean, the Bears. It's like it's the same. It, I don't know if it's the same for, for other divisions, but it, it's. I feel like it's the same. The division games are not case. Like they're, I, they're, I guess in my head, when that trade happened, when Stafford's traded, it's like oh, okay, like they're starting over. Like they're gonna have a high draft pick, and it, they probably still will. But like you kind of forget like they are, they're also capable of winning some games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, yeah, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I mean, he, his, stat, his stat line's pretty good so far, but nah, he's a it's, it's, I'm going to take the long, the long day with him. And yeah. Speaking, he's gonna, speaking he's of, back down to earth. yeah. Speaking of movies we've seen before, uh, yeah. Matt, Matt Nagy, can't do play calling and yeah Kirk Cousins it, will, will come back to earth is it Bill Laser time it's been Bill Laser time dude it's anyone time it's anybody else time anybody yeah. else go get the guy who won the Madden championship and have him do play calls <laughs> anybody anyone. else have Foles do it seriously fire fire Nagy and have Foles be the play caller head coach he's not doing anything else yeah I wasn't there was it this weekend? I thought there. I saw a video on Twitter, like Foles was talking to someone on the sideline, and you could read his lips saying, "God, this offense is not good." Did you I see did, that? I did not see that. Oh, I look like an idiot. Well, that I mean, happened. that's probably my bad more than anything. But yeah, all right. I, I want to like go rant about Nagy again, but we just can't. We gotta. We gotta get into our segment, Murph. Uh, all right. Take so, it away. So here's our segment, guys. It's it's the bad boy of the week. Uh, so Murph and I will each pick one bad boy of the week. Um, and, <laughs> this sounds awful. But it's so funny. And yeah, it's just for a boy that's been particularly bad, you know? Um, so Murph, I'm excited to hear it. Who do, who do you got for me? Uh, you got to go first. Well, I, I feel like I've been... Uh, should I pick another one? I feel like I should pick a different one. So it was going to say Matt Nagy. I was going to say Nagy, yeah. Uh, he's obviously been a bad boy. Uh, <laughs> it, yes. every, everyone's just kind of been yelling about him. And I do feel like he needs a timeout. Um, but yeah, I don't. I I I might have to pick another one. I'm I'm interested to hear what you say. <clears throat> Just coming off someone at the top of my head. <laughs> uh, uh, you, so, you you didn't think of one, dude? No. Are you out so, of your well? Like, let's, is it like based on penalty or just anything? Is it kind of free for all? No creativity from you whatsoever. It's, I'm asking, it's, is it a free for all? Yeah, dude, you pick. It's a boy who's been bad. 
Or girl. Wow. Does it have to be Packers slash Bears? No. Hmm. Interesting. Um. Hmm. Oh, Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan is a bad boy of the week. Did you? You probably didn't see this. Their handshake between Lafleur and Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, they did the little breeze. So by. there was this whole, of course, the media storm of talking about Kyle Shanahan and Lafleur because they're good friends, allegedly, and or were at one point. Yeah, yeah, and I guess uh, Lafleur never said anything. I don't know how it started, but apparently. There's rumor to be beef because Wolf, or Shanahan called the Baggers in the offseason seeing if they could trade for Rodgers and or immediately shut down. Which, from an outsider's perspective, like, why would you not call and see if they could talk a trade? Like, why, why would San Francisco not do that? Um, but apparently, and they had the coldest handshake. Like, like usually they're friends. Like, they but. And they played before they like talked, and it was a cold stone face. You could only see Lafleur's face, like in the post game. It was a quick cut because it was obviously they were celebrating a fuel for the win. Uh, yeah, but it was like like barely shook hands and kind of like like gave each other like literally a shoulder. Like they bumped into each other, and that was it. Yeah, that's I, I mean, like oh, so that that, that was a, there is definitely some truth to that. That wasn't yeah. coming out of nowhere. I feel like uh, that's and the floor the floor was asked about it after the game and just said something like yeah he's just a tough competitor. Uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I mean, low floor is also not he's like he he definitely gives some very non cliche answers like he'll talk but in situations like that it's the the cliches. So Shanahan's the bad boy of the week for that. I mean this this segment will we'll do better next week on this segment. That's. I mean, there's I mean, a, there's actually a clear answer for Bad Boy of the Week for you. Who's that? Uh, who's the, Ward, the safety, who tried to kill Devontae? Uh, Jimmy right? Ward. Yeah, I could I could say that. Rodgers was talking to him, too, after, after that play. What was he saying? Wait, uh, was talking to Devontae or to hey, Ward? Jimmy Ward, yeah. Like, hey, that's... Probably, hey, don't ever do that. That's my entire... <laughs> like, don't be an asshole. It's my entire offense. Knock yep. it off. <laughs> entire yeah, offense, dude. as in Devontae had 18 targets. Marquez had four. Lazard had one. Those are the receivers. I bet he was just saying, hey, knock it off. Probably. Yeah. All right, we'll not, get better at that. Yeah, that was. Anyways, so, next so week. So, Bears 1 and 2 going to. I looked this up earlier. Who do they play? Lions. Yeah, Detroit at home. At Bears, yeah. 12 o'clock wow. game. Your classic NFC North noon game at Soldier Field. <laughs> yeah, we're going to find out just just how much of a dumpster fire this really is. Because yeah, if, I mean, if we lose this yeah. one. It's, is it a must win? For... Ooh, I, I would say it's a must lose because I think every loss we're closer to Nagy being fired, but I, I don't know. Um, I, I'm excited that there's going to be a lot more attention on the game, it seems like. I think a lot more people are going to be scrutinizing Nagy, which is going to be fun. 
Um, because genuinely, people who watch the games all say the same thing. Like, going into this year, like, everyone has said it's bad. Now it's, like, a known thing, and people are actually going to pay attention to it, and the defense can't bail them out because they're not good enough. Um, well, they might be. I don't know. But, yeah. And then, so, uh, my score prediction, I think, uh, oh, I think it's going to be ugly. I'm going to say 23-14 Detroit Football Lions. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I think. I mean, they've got Detroit has two running backs again uh, that are okay. DeAndre Swift's like a a pretty good player, I think. Jamal Williams. Eventually, like they're just gonna wear. Wow. The defense I, wow. down, I, dude. I mean, it's 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 crazy how bad this team is. Is that what you want? Yes. Or what you think? No, it's it's also what I want because I don't want. I don't. I just don't want their. I just want it to end. I want it to be. I want it yeah. to end. Yeah. What would your score prediction be on this one? Uh, I bet. <laughs> well, okay. Well, first, who do you think is going to start for the Bears? Yeah. Uh, I think it'll be Fields because, like, you got the bye week coming up after. I think we have the bye week week five. Uh, let me double check that. Um. Wow, I haven't even thought about bye weeks. What are we going to do when there's a bye week? Be relaxed. (laughs) Enjoy your Sunday. (laughs) Oh, what am I talking about? The Bears bye week is... Well, that's tough. Bears bye week is in like a month and a half, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, Yeah, that's that's tough. Tough look for the program. Um, Yeah, I I guess I don't really know where that, that leaves us. I think... I guess if Dalton's or I have no idea. I have no idea. It doesn't really matter who, if it's, I mean, if it's Dalton, like if, it's, yeah. if Dalton so played I, this week, he would have been broken in half. He would not have been <laughs> able to run away from these dudes. Like he would have just Dalton's probably like, yeah, I'm, I'm still hurt guys. Pretty yeah. banged up. Uh, uh, so that really wasn't going to impact my answer. I maybe, uh, I think the bears, I'm going to say bears win, uh, 30, no. Yeah, you're going to say this offense puts up 30 points? No. Yeah. I say they put up 27. The 20, offense? Is 20, that defensive score? 27. Bears win 27 to 20. <laughs> okay. I, I, would, I would almost bet that the defense outscores the offense for the Bears. That's like the only shot we have. Goff does throw interceptions. Um, An interesting take. But who do the who do the Packers? Uh, Pittsburgh, at home. Now that all right. Well, I'm I, interested to hear what you think on that. I one. I will be in attendance for this game actually. Really? Yeah. Oh, very fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I'm very excited. Um. I mean. I don't know. It's it's uh, two teams kind of going in opposite directions. Packers are slowly gaining momentum, and Pittsburgh is like like Ben Roethlisberger is apparently like not good anymore. Uh, He's he, he was awful yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, how wild is it that they beat the Bills? Right. Yeah, Week One's just throw it out. Um. I mean, I think the Packers win. 
I just have the score could be it could be a blowout or it could be a close game. Um, at home, it's a three twenty five. Supposed to be like mid sixties. Ice. I'm. I think the Packers are gonna score a ton. Uh, I'll say Packers thirty. I'll say thirty four. 34-24. Their guy. Yeah, I, I – so I, I didn't see – I know the talk was that Roethlisberger looked horrible. I just saw – is TJ Watt out? I think he is. He didn't play yesterday. Yeah, I think he is out. And he – I mean, their defense looked so good week one. Um, so I think that's a big impact. I still think their defense is good. I'm going to say 24-10 Packers. I'm looking it up because that's a really good question. If he's going to play Sunday, I guess we probably don't know. I think his injury was relatively significant. Um, a groin really, injury. Yeah, that doesn't – a groin injury is probably just – Don't feel just go good. away. It doesn't feel good. You ever had one? You ever injured your groin? I had a pulled hip flexor freshman year of basketball, and that hurt. It didn't feel good. Stuff. And I was like too scared and embarrassed to go to the trainer, so I just didn't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told my gym teacher, and she was like, "Yeah, you should definitely go to the trainer." That's, but yeah. I didn't. I didn't play that much, so I was like, right, "I'll just tough it out." <laughs> I need this. I need these minutes. I'll tough it out and practice, and then just chill yeah. during the games. Yeah, I need these minutes, coach. Yeah, I'm healthy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm. Uh, I will be in Lambeau Field for the first time in two years. Going uh, with my mom and dad, my aunt Meg, and uh, my cousin Max, who is a loyal listener. Actually, shout out Max! Wow, He's, shout out Max! Yeah, we got a Steelers fan. Max, we'll hook we'll hook you up with some tubes gear from our sponsor. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring some up to Green Bay. Yeah, dang. Yeah, shout out to tubes. Um. Oh, I also – we have a pot- another potential so- uh, sponsor that I talked to this weekend. I'll, I'll talk to you about Interesting. that off, yeah, off air. Then. We can yeah. circle back offline. Yeah. I got a business card, though. Genuinely, this is, that's real. Um, really? Well, I mean, it's the, the sa- same kind of deal we got going like right now. Like free giveaways? Or? Uh, I mean, I, for Max, probably. Yeah. But, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah um, I think, yeah, I think that'll that'll do it. Is that – what are we at here? 55 minutes. Wow, we are quite well, the pod. That includes our warm-up. But, yeah, we're pushing it, man. I, I, Dude, we just push out content like it's our job, dude. Shout-out to Yash Nijman, and shout-out to anyone listening right now. Yeah. We appreciate you. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right. We'll see you next week. Bears will be two and two, and hopefully the Packers will be three and one next time we chat. We'll see. All right. Thanks for listening. Peace.